0: Welcome back to Never Ending Stories, a podcast about Bob Dylan and the Never Ending Tour. I'm Ian. I'm Evan. And I'm Steve. And the show is October 26, 2012 at the Hollywood Bowl in Hollywood, California. A young Evan Laffer is sitting in the audience with his friends, his loved ones, his parents. Who who's, Who can say for sure? My but, parents. I, <laughs>
1: okay. I can say for sure.
0: <laughs> I'm picturing
2: you as like a baby in your parents' arms, like a swaddling cloth.
1: Yeah, I've been in this a long
0: time. An 18-year-old boy uh, sitting in his stroller being being toted around by his parents.
2: In his parents' arms, seeing Bob Dylan. It's a beautiful sight.
0: How old was I? I you were eight, 18. It's 2012. Okay. Right? Yeah. We're following up uh, our last episode last week, or last, two weeks ago, I guess, uh, of uh, Stevens' first Bob show back in 1999 with Evan's first Bob show here in 2012, 11 years ago now that we uh, talk about, or 12 years ago, I guess, because it's 2024 now, isn't it? Uh, and next next episode, I'm sure you can all imagine where that's going. But uh wanted to just, you know, relive some glory days here at the beginning of 2024 uh, with uh, everyone, H- have you? Uh, obviously, you've been to the Hollywood Bowl, Evan, because you were at this show. Stephen, have you ever been to the Hollywood Bowl?
2: No, I've driven by the Hollywood Bowl, yeah, but I've never been to the Hollywood Bowl. And I mean, I'm really excited to hear just Evan's uh experiences at this show, uh like because I imagine like your experience in the moment is different from listening to it now because you were younger. You probably have a different engagement with Bob at this point than you did when you saw this show. So I'm very excited to hear about that. But yeah, Hollywood Bowl to me, it's like one of those mythological venues. Like, I've I've never been to this venue, but clearly many people have played this place. Uh, It's on my bucket list of places to go to. So I'm envious like, have you been to this, uh, have you been to the Hollywood Bowl,
0: uh, Ian? Many times, many times, uh, and I would like to just state, for the record, Lodge here at the very beginning, and I, I don't know if Evan's gonna agree with me here, Hollywood Bowl, absolutely, totally mythical venue, amazing place, kind of a shitty place to see a concert. <laughs> it just, it's for rock shows, at least, like, it just does not, it does not have the, what I'm looking for out of, uh, out of a rock show, typically. <laughs> And, like, why is that? Is it the sound? Is Like, are you not that close? The sound – I mean, the sound is definitely number one. It is quiet as hell. Um, you know, I, I think it has something to do with noise ordinances and there's – because, you know, it's it's up in the bowl there and then up above the bowl up on the hills are these big, you know, multi, multi, multi multi-million dollar mansions overlooking it. Um, and so I just – I don't think they can crank the speakers that loud. Um, so that is absolutely, like, number one with a bullet. Uh, but number two, and this 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 is good or bad, depending on what type of show it is and how involved and how invested I personally am. But it's a big place and uh, it's a lot of um, it's it's typically a pretty casual kind of audience. Wouldn't you say, Evan? I would. I mean, <laughs> It's it's the type of audience that gets the mailer
1: about what's going on during the season. And it's retired people. And it's people who have uh, tickets for, like, everything that goes on during the year.
0: And companies that have, like, a box seat, right? So it's just like, you know, executives coming in as this is just like, you know, their company gives them the tickets and they don't really even care who yeah, they're Yeah, silent
1: auction winners. Exactly. People who went to see uh, the, the concert performance of uh, South Pacific uh, last month and then this month they're going to see Bob Dylan and next month they're going to see... Star Wars with a live score.
0: <laughs> or Nightmare Before Christmas with Danny Elfman yeah. conducting, uh, you know, the LA Philharmonic or something. Exactly.
2: But this is this is one of the places, though, that I feel like people want to play. Like, if, if you're marking your career, you're going to play the Hollywood Bowl. You're going to play Madison Square Garden. You're going to play the Gorge.
1: It's a romantic and aspirational venue, despite all of that. I mean, I've seen uh, my friends play it. I saw the Twigs play it. Uh, at the Hollywood Bowl uh opening for uh Arctic Monkeys and I got to sit in, in the garden box with a, a whole sippy cup that was just full with a bottle of wine and like got a big tray of sushi from backstage like it was kind of the ideal rock music performance situation um as far as a comfort level but is that really what we want from a rock music performance uh, as a, as an as an audience I don't know
0: I think it's a better place for the artists than for the audience to be honest because it is so legendary and it is so picturesque and you know there there's just so much history loaded into that particular venue that stage um that just getting to be there and getting on stage and doing the whole thing like that's that's incredible that's the fulfillment of a dream in many cases but for everyone receiving that performance on the other side of things, you know, your mileage may vary. Uh, I saw Steely Dan there in 2015, for what it's worth. It was one of the last uh, Walter tours where it was him and Don together. That was probably the best thing I've ever seen at the Hollywood Bowl because the two of them, you know, could kind of shuck and jive and fill that fill that venue out and put on a big revue-type performance, uh, which 2012-era Bob Dylan. Yeah,
2: I mean... The idea of it sounds better maybe than the actual execution of it. Yeah.
1: I'll say this though, that I saw Brian Wilson at the Hollywood Bowl and that is like way better suited.
2: I was
0: at that
1: show. Yes, we we were both there and I think that that is exactly there's, there's a confluence that happens with something like that where like if it's closer to an orchestral presentation, it'll be way more appropriate feeling at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. And I think that's that's what this show that we're about to talk about um, it doesn't have any of that. But uh, you know, neither did the Beatles when they played at the Hollywood Bowl. So the
2: Beatles are like, there's a Doors live album that I love that's recorded at the Hollywood Bowl. So like, I love the Hollywood Bowl for that reason. Uh, we should just say like a little bit of trivia here at the at the start. Bob Dylan has played at the Hollywood Bowl several times, starting in 1963. He played with Joan Baez. Joan Baez was the headliner, and Bob Dylan was like the special guest. He played in 65. And then uh he played in 93 with Santana. And then he played in 99 with Paul Simon. Uh shout out to our uh our, our previous episode uh from that tour. And then he played uh this show with Mark Knopfler. I'm excited to dive into the Mark Knopfler of this show. I know you didn't. Dire Straits pod. Yeah, you didn't like see, like, you showed up after Knopfler set.
1: I think so, yeah. Or if I didn't, I didn't know who it was and didn't register anything about it at the time.
2: <laughs> we'll touch on that a little bit. Like, I want to talk a little bit about Dire Straits with you guys because I don't know how deep you get into uh, the Dire Straits of it all here. You know, we'll touch on that a little bit as we tee up the show. But uh, I think we have Unlocked Mailbox.
1: Right.